The 2000s, recession, war, zoo pounds. I looked like this. Why was my hand placed like that? Who told me to put it there? I look like I'm about to smack somebody. But at the time, my dumb little kid brain loved comedy movies. School of Rock, Happy Gilmore, Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties this time. I could watch them over and over and over again. Comedy was my favorite genre because it was nice and breezy, it was funny. For an hour and a half, I could escape the hardships and struggles of the third grade. Some of the best comedies were R-rated though, and since I was a good boy, I didn't sneak into these theaters to watch them. I was like, I'll just wait till I'm 17. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. And then they just stopped making them. I don't know if y'all noticed, okay? But the 2000s had so many comedy classics. Boom, boom, bah. Look at that. Look at this. This, 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 this. There were teen comedies, sports comedies, dramatic comedies, zombie comedies, romantic comedies, rock star comedies, comedies where The Rock was the star. Somehow that's like the only one that's actually survived that. <laughs> Before I could go to the movies and I could just walk into a, a showing of Vin Diesel as an undercover babysitter in a movie called The Pacifier. Bro, we don't get movies like that anymore. I'm sorry. Like, for real, how many comedies have there been in the last 10 years? And superhero movies don't count. Okay, sorry. I mean, straight up comedies. There were a couple at the beginning of the decade, okay? Boom, boom, boom. And it just started petering out. And until the last five years, there's been like three good comedies. The new ones are good, but they're like indie, you know, like they're pretty low key. But I don't feel like we've gotten anything that's become like a cultural phenomenon. You know, the same way that- it Doesn't even have a first name, it just says McLovin! Or, Stop trying to make fetch happen. Or, it's nice! So what happened? Do we really just all collectively go, I don't need comedies anymore, I've got memes? I laugh more looking at Twitter or TikTok or whatever than most comedy movies these days. But does that mean we don't need them anymore? Just put them all on Netflix? I don't think so, okay? Martin Scorsese was trying to save the theater experience for movies like like the Irishman. I'm trying to watch Big Mama's House 4, okay? That's why we need to save the cinema. The theater experience of watching a good comedy is like no other genre. I'm sorry. When you're busting your gut in a theater with all your friends and the entire place is erupting into laughter the whole time, it's like nothing else. I'm sorry! That's some of the best shared experience that we can have as humans with complete strangers. The only other genre that maybe comes close is horror. But you'll find that a lot of times people are like laughing because they're scared, you know? It's like horror and comedy are linked. I know what you're thinking. Oh wow, you picked a great time to talk about this, Nathan. When there's no freaking theaters, you're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. But, the thing is, comedies were disappearing long before there was even a pandemic. I wanna figure out what the heck happened to them, and why we still need them. What is this? A center for ants! Wait a minute. Comedy movies have been a staple of American culture for over a hundred years. Comedians like Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton were able to make people laugh long before there was even sound in movies. The 80s were home to gag-based comedy classics like Airplane. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And the naked gun. Please! Throw down your guns! Not to mention the decade introduced legends like Eddie Murphy, Tom Hanks, Robin Williams, Bill Murray. The 90s gave us hits from Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler. While the 2000s brought in the new crew of Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill and friends making adult comedies while there was still a ton of family ones, most of which were animated. Now the 2010s. Comedy is subjective. Right? It's crazy because if you compare it to action or like dramas, you can have those things down to a science, you know? Like you could just see the choreography or the editing of an action movie or the acting and the freaking chemistry between characters of a drama. And you'll just be like, yeah, this is objectively good. But with comedy. You see, what is hilarious to some 
could be offensive to others. <laughs> For example, this picture of Arthur beating up Vegeta is hilarious to me. And only me. So while comedy is subjective, I think we can all agree that not only did the number of comedy movies decline in the last five-ish years, but the quality also declined. People are like, why didn't big studio comedies like Baywatch, Tag, and Dirty Grandpa do well? Bro. Dirty Grandpa. Cause those movies are garbage. Tag. Do you see what we're working with here? Most of the time recently, Hollywood comedies are just standing around and doing improv at each other. And improv is fine, but this is improv with no story, characters, or chemistry to hold anything together. The scripts will literally be these two have a conflict. Improv will fix it in editing. Superb. Excellent. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that makes the jokes just go on for way too long. When editing and cutting away from things can make things just as funny. And not only that, but that kind of humor doesn't translate well across countries because humor is different all over the world. And that means that studios don't even want to put money into it because they're like, it's not going to make as much money. But that depends on the type of comedy. There's people like Charlie Chaplin and Mr. Bean, the freaking goat, that have such a universal language of comedy that they can be funny anywhere in the world. And that's why you got to do different things, not just the type of comedy where you stand around, do improv, and it's like, it's not even that funny in English, let alone any other language. And a lot of comedians are saying, oh, you can't joke about anything anymore. Or, you know, we're too scared to like take the risk to make certain jokes. There were definitely comedies back in the day that are still funny today that would not fly today if they were made today. But it's like, is that a reason to give up on comedy? I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of y'all weren't that funny even when you were allowed to be offensive. I saw Disaster Movie and it was just that. If certain things are offensive now, yeah, it's gonna be harder to do comedy, but like, that's why you gotta be more clever. That's why you get paid millions of dollars. Yo, be smarter about it. Because honestly, while there's funny jokes from past movies that would be seen as offensive today, a lot of the best jokes in these movies still hold up today and are not the offensive ones. But I don't know, that's just me. My favorite type of comedy is the dumb, smart comedy. Like a comedy that's so dumb. Hey, I never asked you. Yeah. You like guacamole? And you can appreciate it just on that dumb, funny level. But there's actually a lot of thought and heart put into it. Super Bad is considered one of the best comedies ever, not just because it's hilarious, but because it's got memorable characters and a story about how your first real loving relationship is with your best friend. Why don't we say that every day? Why can't we say it more often? I just love you. I just want to go to the rooftops and scream, I love my best friend Evan. And how eventually you might have to move past that relationship. Tropic Thunder looks so dumb when you just look at it. I'm leaving you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? But it has so much to say about the movie industry, how stupid it can be, and how self-centered actors can be. Bro, Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for an Oscar by playing a character who wore blackface so he could play a black person well enough to win an Oscar. Why are you still in character? Man, I don't drop character till I've done the DVD commentary. Bro, you'll never see that level of satire get recognized again. But at the end of the day, more than anything else, a comedy has to make us laugh. And the good ones have a nice, like, joke per minute ratio. I'm watching some of these movies, and it's like, I'm going 20 minutes straight without any real jokes happening or any laughter. Not even a, not even a... That's all I want, at least. One of my favorite movies, probably of all time, is The Pink Panther with Steve Martin. Yes, I know. I would like to buy a hamburger. I would like to buy a hamburger! The original is good, too. But this is just the one I watched as a kid. I just re-watched it, and it was still as hilarious as I thought it was. It just has such a crazy joke-per-minute ratio. It's just, it's just pure chaos. He was just found dead. Shot in the head. Was it fatal? Yes. How fatal? Completely.
I want to talk to him now. He's dead. Two people who do this really well from a modern comedy movie standpoint are Phil Lord and Chris Miller. These guys made the Jump Street movies, okay? The best comedies of the last decade. I'm gonna say that right now. Both of them. First of all, they made a sequel to a comedy movie that's just as funny as the first movie. That's unheard of. They also made Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, alright? Classic. <sighs> The Lego Movie, classic. One of them co-wrote Into the Spider-Verse. Super classic, bro. Super classic. These guys don't miss. They can do R-rated comedies and family-friendly ones that are just as funny. They have a certain style that you can just tell from watching the movie because there's so many jokes per minute that you just, you can't take it all in on a first viewing. How do the Chance of Meatballs is one of those movies as a kid that I watched like a hundred times just getting new things out of it every time just because there's so many little jokes. And Spider-Verse gave me that same feeling as an adult. It's just like if I had that movie when I was a little kid, I would have been obsessed. The Jump Street movies were the last time I feel like a comedy really hit the Zeitgeist, you know, it felt like you had to see the movie. When was the last time there's been a comedy where you have to see it, you know? 22 Jump Street is one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. When Ice Cube walks out and it clicks in your head and the character's heads that Jonah Hill is dating his daughter right now and they're all about to have a family dinner but Jonah Hill is undercover, it's literally like, bro, it's comedy excellence. I have an idea, why don't we all sit together? Would that be fun? Yes, thank you. But all of these movies are movies that you can have multiple viewings, and that's what I think makes a comedy great. The best comedies are ones with multiple layers, and I'm not talking about like, oh, like you have to understand the complexities of freaking Jack and Jill. But I mean, you can watch it the first time and laugh at all the obvious jokes, and then you can watch it a second time and notice like a bunch of different ones you didn't even peep the first time. Things going on in the background, jokes that you missed because you were laughing too hard the first time, jokes that just completely went over my head. Speaking of layers! layers. Shrek. Shrek is a movie that I understood as a kid one way and as an adult an entirely different way. There's like a hundred different jokes and meanings in there that I didn't get. And that movie that was already a cl freaking classic movie is a hundred times better now. Movies like Rush Hour 2. The Godfather 2 of comedy sequels. Whatever that means. I haven't seen Godfather 2. What? But it's got multiple layers of entertainment and comedy, you know? It's got like talking comedy by one of the masters of that, Chris Tucker. <laughs> He ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3. And it's got action comedy by one of the masters of that, Jackie Chan. Now all movies are action first, comedy second. Seth Rogen was talking about how Marvel movies have replaced the modern comedy. And it's just like, these movies are funny for superhero movies, but they're not that funny. You know what I'm talking about? I would call only a couple of them actual comedies, like Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians movies, Thor Ragnarok, The First Avengers, Deadpool. The rest of them are funny enough to keep the movie light and breezy, but they're not like roll on the floor, dying type of funny, you know? The first Men in Black is a comedy first. The whole movie works because of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, their chemistry, and just how funny it is, right? And then they even tried superheroing that movie up by literally adding two actors that were in the same superhero movie together. And it friggin' bombed. Cause it wasn't good. Now that we have all these streaming services, not to mention YouTube, TikTok, it's hard to get people to go watch comedy. Now we can just pull out our phones and laugh all day. Before they had to leave their house and pay seven dollars to laugh. Ah, yes, I remember. <laughs>
It's hard to get people to go watch comedies these days, but it's interesting to see how filmmakers are kind of flipping the genre on its head to get people to go out. Like, Get Out masterfully combined horror and comedy, and it made a ton of money because it gave people that reason to watch it. Taika Waititi is also doing some interesting things with comedy, and I'm excited to see what the heck happens next. What do you guys think? Am I tripping? I can't be tripping, bro. Look at the numbers. I bet most of your favorite comedies are from 10 years ago plus. So that brings me to a question. What are your favorite comedies of all time? Do you miss comedies? Do you not miss comedies? Are you happy they're freaking? gone. Are you cool with TikTok? We need a comedy classic again, bro. I'm sorry. We need a Nacho Libre 2. That's the only way we're gonna do this. This entire video was just for me to pitch Nacho Libre 2. <laughs>